Hello, everyone. I hope you are having the most, uh, the most Thursday morning, the best Thursday morning ever or whenever you are listening to this episode. I have another fabulous guest for you, as I do most weeks, and I'm so excited once again to share um, who we have on today. But it's also a very exciting day for me. Um, Firelight is out, which is book three of the Shadow and Shifter series. And this book is, firstly, it's gorgeous. If you want to see the cover, go and give me a follow on Olivia Hillier author or head to Amazon right now and search Firelight. It is one of my favorite covers in the series. It's so beautiful. But this one goes a little bit into the past of the story. So it's a little bit um, a little bit different, something new, and also told by a new character. So if you have, well, not a new character, but a character that you've already met um, within the series with book one, Starseed and Quintessence. So if you haven't jumped onto those yet, I do recommend if you love a young adult paranormal romance, super exciting. Please let me know um, what you think of it. If you do like it, reach out to me on all of the platforms. I am Olivia Hillier, author everywhere. But if you are just in here listening, you're a writer and you want to learn a little bit more than, yeah, you're going to love today's guest and this is something for you. Make sure that you also go and join us on the um Facebook group, the Facebook group, the Writer's Advice Facebook group, and all the details of that is in the show notes. If you love this, please give it five stars. Please reach out to our author and let them know too what they what you absolutely loved about it. Um, but yeah, that's going to be enough rambling for me, and let's get into this episode. Writer's Advice is a point of connection, a dose of inspiration, and an insight into the creative process of the babes behind the books. I'm your host, Olivia Hillier. Each week, I'll be interviewing authors from around the globe on their creative process and how they got to where they are today and what it's really like inside the industry of publishing. So listen in, take notes, and I hope you walk away inspired, ready to take on the next level of your writing wherever you are in your journey. Welcome back to the Writer's Advice podcast, everyone. I am really excited because today on the podcast, we have Victoria Wren, who is fantasy, paranormal, YA author of the Wild Spirit series. So thank you so much for joining us today, Victoria. Thank you. No, thank you for having me. It's really a pleasure to be asked. So thank you. Now, I want to, I love starting with the question of when was the moment that you first realized that you were a writer? Um. I think probably when I was about 13, um, I've always, I've, I've just, I love anything to do with fantasy and vampires and werewolves and Disney movies. I was just, was, I was a real dreamer of a child and I love writing my own stories. But I think probably the moment was when I was probably about 13 or 14, I'd written this um, a Beauty and the Beast retelling of my own, which I still have somewhere up in my my loft probably and um my mum came upstairs and she found me sitting on my bed crying and she's like what what's the matter and I was like I had to kill him off I had to kill I killed him off in the book and I because to me that was the only way it had to be very dramatic and I think that was the time I was like I, I love writing my own worlds and my own stories and yeah probably then <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. You need to go and like pull that out and revisit it. I feel like that's so nostalgic from the oh, very God. first moment. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I drew to think what it's like. I drew to think. <laughs> and what was the process <laughs> from there? There's probably some serious editing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, some serious editing needs to be done on that. Um, I, I just kind of, well, I, I never really dreamed it was something that I could actually do and make a living out of. I never believed that this I would be doing this now, if you'd asked me two or three years ago. Um, and it was just a case of I always delved back in. Um, I know it's kind of people have different opinions on it, but I, I used to love writing fan fiction. I absolutely adored fan fiction and writing uh, for different characters. And that's a great exercise, I think, in actually getting into characters' headspaces. Um, and I just... I just kind of went from there and and I never really believed that I could do those kind of things until really until sort of 2020 and when I started to actually seriously do it and like actually write a full novel. I'd written full novels but never anything that could be published, <laughs> not at all. That's amazing. And I, like I think fan fiction, it's incredible the amount of stories and like that we see now that has actually developed from starting fan fiction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's it, there's so much. I mean, there's, you know, the very recent ones we've had, but yeah, and there's it, it's lovely to be able to go into someone else's world and just pull inspiration from that. And then, you know, it. but obviously it's great to go forward and write your own characters, your own original stories. Um, but I like that as an exercise into getting into someone else's head, like and how that character would have thought and how that character would have spoken and it's just practice it's a good it's good kind of an exercise in practice really in dialogue and yeah I love it I think it's some brilliant fan fictions out there yeah that yeah absolutely and you're obviously very character driven the way you're speaking yes, about that yes, is that kind of how yeah. your stories come together yes I think so yeah I do love getting into into characters and um, you know I think they kind of evolve as you go along you might with your own stories you make when you you sort of as you kind of go and you you develop that they sort of they become more real and I don't know I have like conversations in my head it's very it's not how that sounds that's probably not what I do like my characters have like little conversations and you can hear them and and that can come out on the page. But I do have other stuff going on just thinking about my character all the time. But well, I think that is very normal. I think that's very normal to have conversations in your own head. And also, like, I think that proves how you said from being 13 and, you know, you're sitting there crying because you, um, you know, killed a character off. It's really interesting when you're you're in that writing space because I, I had this um, conversation recently with an author and, and when you're in, such in that brain space of writing, how, yes, you do have those conversations, but how much real what you're writing almost like feels within you as well because it becomes the reality yes. of the world that you're, that you're in. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, and it's interesting, when you go back and you go through your your first books and you remember the headspace you were in when you were writing that book and how you felt and it's it is quite nostalgic and I I, I recently went through and I um, reformatted all my original book and I, I went through and re-edited and I reread it just checked it through and it was like oh I remember that it was that's so nice it, well those were such simple times compared to what I'm writing now you know what this what this story has turned into but yeah it's you remember those times and what how you felt when you were writing that book 
which I love. Yeah, absolutely. And when you have those moments where you're reading parts back and it's like, oh, wow, like, you know, it, it takes you all back into that space. It so does, yeah. 2020, was it the pandemic that really you were like, okay, here's some time to create? Is that kind of how it started for you or it just? Yeah, yeah, it definitely, well, um, a tiny bit of background. I actually, what I actually do for a living is I'm a wedding makeup artist. So oh, wow. my, my year gets um, booked. So I was, um, I was completely booked and, you know, it, every weekend, you know, it's a busy, busy industry to work in. And in 2020 and probably like the early March when we were just hearing whispers of what was going on um my diary was chock-a-block and it wasn't even on my mind it was just just get through the week get through get through to the next one the next one and then um and I love my job I do love it to bits um but then overnight it was gone everything mm. was just wiped out and I couldn't work obviously because I'm in that sector where it's people facing so there's no way I could have gone to work and then it was I have two two girls at home so it was homeschooling and then I started thinking well actually you know I would really like to use this time and get something out of it and you know and I started writing and I had this book in my head for a long long time and I thought I'm just gonna do it I'm gonna really just you know and I couldn't believe by the end of it I'd, I'd done it if you if I just can't believe that you'd asked me in 2020 if you I would have four books in a series now I would never have believed it it's yeah so that something good did for me something good did come out of that very scary time yeah yeah (laughs) that's amazing so you wrote the full four in 2020 no no I wrote um I wrote the first book and the second in the uh first lockdown um, which is a huge privilege you know I was able to do that I had I was home I was homeschooling I had that time to do it and then um, they kind of went back the girls went back or oh, sort of by the end of that year and then we had another lockdown where we went in again and I started writing book three and then last year I wrote book four so it has gotten slower I can't do as much as what I did in that first at that first time there's a lot going on we're all back to normal now pretty much um so yeah it's slower but and, and now I've started on book five so it's getting there it won't be as quick as the others but it'll get there eventually this is amazing I need to hear more about how the full because the, the covers are gorgeous they're just like it's beautiful how like you said that that was it the character that was kind of hanging out with you for a long time when you're like I need to yeah. write this book but how did that kind of create like where did this original idea come from and can you tell us a little bit about the oh yeah of course <laughs> um yeah so um so the the, the original book I think the, the, it was really the character of and, and kind of I know this sounds weird but the imagery mm-hmm. like I don't know if you have that sort of the, the way where I wanted to set it came first and I always wanted to set it in a New England like that kind of Salem um you know but in a modern day setting and the character of Win I had this idea that she was going through a really difficult time and she was learning she was ill she'd been ill for a long long time and this mystery illness that no one could could come up with any answers for her um but it turns out that she had to go home 
to her ancestral home in the woods with her grandfather where her sister is and where there is actually a, uh, a family curse that they are cursed to be um, their shifters but they're not just wolf shifters they are they, they could be any form and it comes from a curse that was put on their land uh, many years ago during the American Revolutionary War and I just kind of come up with that and it, the world just expanded and it's very family orientated so it's about you know her, her finding new family members and you know her recovery and then her change into this event her, her transformation if you like into this eventual creature <laughs> animal that she becomes I won't spoil it but it's it's not a wolf there are wolves but there it's she's not it's there's many different types of animals and of what like this kind of the spirit animals and what they are but yeah I I just love it I just love the um I love writing the romance part of it there's like a kind of mm. forbidden romance she meets a, um, a a hunter that knows more than what what he lets on and I'm really terrible at talking about my book I get very no I like I'm fully invested I think this is great oh, yeah. <laughs> oh it's yeah I I I love it and it's not a it's kind of like there's there's so much shifter fiction out there and when I first launched the book people said oh you must read lots of shifter fiction I was like no no actually I don't at all I feel bad that I don't I should I should read more but it was more its own story and this was it wasn't just about wolves and and packs and you know and it wasn't a paranormal romance it was more of a, an adventure and a coming of age and her discovering her inner strength and becoming this you know amazing character later on in the books and yeah a lot happens there's a lot that goes on lots of magic there's witches paganism and you know there are wolves and yeah it's it's there's a lot <laughs> I love this so much I love this so much oh, I'm so you. invested so did like I firstly are you much of a planner or you kind of have those ideas and you roll with it and see where the story story goes for you um originally um I'm definitely a planner now yep. because I've discovered that's a way to actually get those books out faster and yeah. if you can outline even if it's just bullet points um on a page then anything is better than I think it's, it's each to their own really whatever works for you as an individual but for me that works just to to just outline and sketch out what I want but it takes me a couple of like it takes me a few chapters to really get back into the book and go, okay, I'm really like, okay, I'm in the swing of it now. I found where I'm going with it. I found the voice of where I'm going. Um, I found the tone, you know, of the book. And that does take me a few chapters, every book to sort of suddenly go, oh yeah, this is it. And then I can go back and I re-edit to what I want it to be, have wanted it to be. But in the original, for the first book, I, I did really pants the first half of it I did it because I just was enjoying myself yeah. to be honest I was just at home and publishing it was not on my it wasn't it just wasn't there in my head to do that at that time so I was just having a bit of fun and and then I was like actually I really probably should uh figure out where this is going and then like properly outline it which is what I did in the end yeah I love this story so much so when you first I mean outline like I I love that process of just kind of like seeing where where a story is going at, at the same time but now coming up to book five and I don't know is book five going to be how many books are you planning on having in the series I think it'll be it'll be six be six <laughs> yeah, oh wow okay. yeah, yeah sorry something just fell <laughs> um 
six books. Wow. Yeah. So by the time you get to like that, having an outline to make sure that everything matches up as well to to be able to, you know, build such a massive series. But yes, yeah. What was the process? What was the moment we like, okay, I'm gonna publish this? Or when was the did you always know that it was gonna be a series when you first started book one? No, I just I I just like I said, I was genuinely just enjoying myself in the in the you know in my free time, I thought I'm just going to have a go at, at, at see how this goes. And it kind of got to the end of like, so maybe three quarters of the way through. And I started to get the little inkling of, oh, I could, maybe I could, you know, this could be a good thing, you know, it's, and then I realized after watching many, many YouTube, you know, author tubers and going into delving into publishing, actually, it wasn't like you're just throwing a book up on Amazon and there's a, there's a big, there's a lot that goes along with that and you have to really, you know, you need things to be right. And, and I ended up meeting, um, I joined, I, I started my Instagram and I, I got a website and I ended up meeting a lovely group of writers and joining their discord. And it was through them and having it beta read. I didn't even really know what beta readers were to be totally honest. I didn't yeah. know until I joined and I was like, does anyone want to want to read it? tell me what they think and I met a lovely lady uh, in America um Bethany who has been so amazing and just helped me especially with the American side of it because obviously yeah. I am British and I made a huge this big decision to like I didn't realize at the time actually that was a big thing that I probably need to get every single thing right including the grammar that they use the words they use mm what we use and the you know the amount of times I wrote bonnet for boot like the, the front of the car and she was like going through we don't say that we don't say that, we don't say that. and I it, so that was a whole process in itself um learning how to be to, to try and pass off as an American writer I, just, I don't know why I did it but I did it and that's what I wanted to do and and it and it's it it's good I think it I think it works. <laughs> I hope it works. Um, but so I've got a, I've got an American proofreader. That all came from um, just joining that writers group and meeting lovely friends and feeling like I wasn't on my own, really. So, yeah, I, I, I love it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to dive into this because I haven't I haven't yet um, dove into this on the podcast with anyone but I'm I'm with you because I'm from Australia and I'm at the same point where I need to Americanize everything as well and um yes yeah what was it what was your main reasoning to make sure that it like it's a sales and business process to make sure that you're American and it essentially to to sound like that I think what after chatting with Bethany and I have a few beta readers that are on this group that are American which was amazing I didn't mm. intend I didn't know I was going to meet them, but they um, they were fantastic. And they, I think after chatting with her, she said, you know, I think if you're going to make it fully set mm. in America, then perhaps just go the whole hog and just make it American grammar, do everything um, so that it's kind of as, that so nothing can draw you out of the story. And if yeah. an American does read it, that it can, it can go under the radar and that it is, it, it it can you know I I can get away with passing like that it, I am maybe American I hope I, may, I don't need to be American but it's just yeah it's it was definitely a decision I made to I just wanted it to be right I just didn't yeah. I wanted it to read really 
well that was the main thing I wanted it to be as good as it could possibly be and and I've made that decision to set it there um so I just went with it I ran with it yeah I it's so nice it's oh my gosh it's refreshing to speak to someone like this because the amount of times I catch myself and I'm in an American setting and then someone's like call someone mate and I'm like Olivia (laughs) back back faced you can't you can't put that there so um yeah it's a whole it's a whole kind of language to to learn but it's it's really great so where are you drawing all your inspiration from now where are all the like how do your ideas grow with you um I think just well I just think it's just being open to people watching and Mm. just from general inspiration I just um I listen to music I love movies um just really you know just and reading obviously reading other people's books and just just taking you know sort of soaking up as much as you can and um but inspirations for characters particularly just come from just day to day and people watching and I do work in the wedding industry which you wouldn't think would be but it's full of different characters yeah on the different you see lots of different personalities and you know and it's just about really observing people and you know just just drawing what you can from them and you know and and just learning all the time reading craft books and different things like that I think that's always a good to do yeah if you can yeah absolutely absolutely and so with that what would you say is the biggest advice that you would pass on to an up-and-coming writer at the moment who may be working on their um first manuscript or looking at publishing something what would you say is your main um piece of advice you'd pass on um I would say just this is a it's probably a strange I I think people give a lot of different advice don't they I don't want to say something that's probably been said a hundred times but um you know in regards to outlining and planning but I would say if you're stumbling upon something if you're hitting a roadblock um trust that you will you will find the answer that you if you take time and you think about it and you go back through your you know reread what you've done you will you will find the answer to any hurdles that you face and you will you can write yourself out of corners you can do it so um you know don't get too hung up on the small details of Mm -hmm. a first draft as well and making it that it's got to be perfect it hasn't it's just an it's a bare bones and then you add in and you add in and then you take feedback and you add more um and I think it's just a yeah just to don't get don't get too hung up on that first outline or her first draft of this has got to be right or the right song choice or or lyric you know anything like that that okay might come across just just get it down and then go back and and take your time over it yeah I would say yeah no I think that's amazing advice because I think that is actually the number one daunting thing well I'm sure I'm sure we all know like writing that first manuscript is like the most daunting thing so you don't realize that you can do it even though each book has its own hurdles I guess once you know you've proven that you can do something once you know it's it's getting yeah uh, yeah and also it's just to enjoy what you're doing you know I think when you're especially if you're writing a series you can get really bogged down in you know um con- the consistency of the, of the of everything and have I done everything right and has this matched up and um but I think it's just to actually enjoy that process and in, in back into drafting mode and this is what I, I love to do and and 
And, you know, sometimes when you're publishing and you're on deadlines or you, you know people are expecting that, that can weigh heavy and you're like, that puts pressure on. But try and take the pressure off and enjoy the process as much as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So what does your like what does your writing routine look like now, you know, life has gone back to normal and you and you've got to balance everything else in between. What was what is your um writing process with it all now? Um well, I I do it when I can. So the weekends are good for me. At the moment I'm in a quiet time with my job so I can write more at the weekends. Yeah. I tend to try and write in sprints if I can. It's amazing what you can do in a sprint. Um it looks like complete rubbish what you've written and it's got red lines all over it but it's there the words are down and you know when you come back you know what you were trying to write and you can edit it but I try to do it as fast as I can um and I I try to cover at least maybe half an hour to an hour a day if I'm lucky but there are days where I don't do anything because yep. it's life is too busy yep. you know we can't write every day well you can some people do write every day and that's amazing if you can but for me um I try to write when I get the time um but I've got my two children and and it's and it's busy it's clubs and getting them from A to B so it's it's when I can do it I try yeah. my best <laughs> yeah absolutely and I think that it also ties back into like how important it is to enjoy it because then it can be like seeing it as you time essentially it's that your time that you get to create the thing that you you want to create into the world absolutely so, yes yeah, yeah. that's amazing awesome now can you tell us a little you've given us so much about um wild spirits so the fourth one is out now very soon yes no, yep. the fourth one is now Curseborn. it was released um in october last awesome. year yeah so that's out um and the, the next book um which i don't have a title for yet um it will I'm hoping it will be out similar time maybe October this year it's I've got to get I've got to get on it I've got to start writing I'm about about 22k in so and they're big, big books they're big books the last book was 120k and I'm like oh my god they're just getting bigger and bigger um and I really would like it to come <laughs> less than that I'd like maybe a hundred that would be fine um but they do they have got progressively bigger but I'm trying to streamline them 120k <laughs> is amazing that's my goal I am like a I'm like a 75 I think 80 is like the largest I've been able to do so that oh, that's like, nice. I'm in awe of people who can get those real deep you know like the length and the like everything that you can put into a book like that so how long does 180 oh sorry 120k words take you would you say oh uh, well I'm so I think so from with Curseborn which was that's the biggest one I started in January last year and I think I'd finished by about March I think I'd finished in March wow that's incredible so maybe even late February but then I had to go over it and absolutely make sure yeah. it was okay before I sent send it to my beta readers um and then it's never done until like the week before it's never fully finished you're always like oh no no I can make that better it's gonna be it's gonna be different or I can tweak that but you just keep going and going and it's done but 
yeah no they are big they are big books I need to to learn to not make them so big I mean I think that's great I'm in awe but I'm that's like my next goal is to like really get a, a series that that um has much that much in it so that's so amazing Victoria you have shared so much goodness with us I like I know you have so much to share this audience, so to this audience, sorry. So thank you so much. But if you could please let us know, I will put it all in the show notes, where we can find Wild Spirit, where um, we can reach out to you and and all the rest. Um, So um, all the books are available on Amazon and KU, and I think they're also available um if you I think if you go to maybe book depository you can find the hardbacks in different countries um but it should be all available through um Amazon for ease if you if that's where you shop um and you can contact me on Instagram which is um at Victoria Taylor not oh my god that's my wrong that's my that's my wedding just gave it away (laughs) (laughs) Victoria Wren author oh my goodness um (laughs) And then, um, well, you can come and follow me on my wedding. Yeah, yeah. Wedding. Um, and then um, also on, t- I'm also on TikTok as well, oh, awesome. which is very, very um, I'm very, like, I try my best. I'm not a, I'm, I don't do much lip syncing or anything, but I try my best on TikTok. And that is Victoria underscore Wren, I believe. But I can send you the links. Awesome. So usually Instagram is the best way to find me or email Perfect. How are you finding TikTok? I mean, it's an amazing, it's an amazing platform for authors, but I'm with you on, it's a whole, whole new thing to. <laughs> to be honest, I could talk for hours about it. It's, it's been a game changer for mm. me in terms of selling my books and getting them seen. Um, and I know it's got mixed, it's got mixed bag of how people feel about it. And I joined an author group, uh, a Facebook group, and just kind of lurked in there for a while and learned how to do it, um, or p- picked out ideas that I thought I could do that you know weren't too humiliating. Um, and it's just been amazing. Yeah. Like I, it, I've, it's reached so many, so many more people, and my book is being read, and you can actually see the correlation of when you've posted a TikTok. Are you on TikTok? Yeah, as well? yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and it, you can actually see where, where, where you can, where the sales are coming from, which is amazing. And yeah, I, 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 I'm sort of stuck in that weird 200 to 300 views, but um, it's, but it's still fine. And I'm, I'm meeting people. Everyone's friendly. There's always think people worry about the drama, but I stay. I kind yeah. of yeah really and you're right you're you're right it's such a place where people are very active like even you know say a video hasn't got that many views people are like the number leads like it's a lead through it leads through like people really do take it in and it it leads through so yeah it's um it's an amazing platform I yeah I could talk (laughs) as well but there's still so much more yeah. I need to like figure out on it <laughs> it's definitely a marmite kind of thing you either love it or hate it and I think that people who really dislike it they, they dislike it with a passion yeah. and I, I never felt like that I just thought it was interesting and and actually there's this whole community that are really like engaged and want to find books and and also at the moment they want to support indie authors which is a yeah. huge thing yeah um you know to throw that support behind 
indies which is amazing yeah it's beautiful it's a great it's a great way to find a community so yes awesome thank you so much for absolutely everything that you have shared with us Victoria I will put all your um stuff in the show notes and I you've given us such a great um synopsis of wild spirit so I know that so many people are going to want to jump on that now so thank you (laughs) thank you so much for having me